0: Welcome to the Lightning 50 e commerce growth hacking podcast brought to you by Bright Pearl. Want to turn your business into a cash generating machine? You've come to the right place. This bite sized podcast reveals the technology secrets fueling the world's fastest growing online brands. And for our host, we have retail industry expert Caroline Baldwin. She'll be sharing her own wisdom and experience as she interviews high growth e commerce brands to uncover their secret tech tools and tips for success. Let's get started on supercharging your growth. Here's Caroline. Hello, I'm Caroline and welcome to the Lightning 50 e-commerce growth hacking podcast. Today we're speaking to Katie Mameri. She's the founder and CEO of Caden Lane. Katie, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. It's so nice to be here. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for joining us. So Tell us a little bit about your mother and baby fashion business, Caden Lane.
1: Oh my gosh, how, how long do I have here? It's a, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I mean, we, I started this company um, 15 years ago when I was pregnant with my first and grew it to what it is today. Um, actually, as a single mom of three, I'm very proud of that because I think working women, especially working mothers can do anything. So um, it's pretty incredible.
0: Fantastic. So you started out was it bricks and mortar, and then you moved into e-commerce, and then now you are across the the two channels.
1: We did well. So when we first launched forever ago, it was really kind of before e-commerce had just exploded, um, and we had diaper bags and crib bedding, and you know we did it the old school way. I literally went door to door, you know, asking brick and mortar stores to carry our brand, and we sold it wholesale um, and went to market. So as i was pregnant with my very first um at the time i ended up actually taking a six week old with me to new york to um sell to our stores for the first time and that was when we first got into mass merchant too like nordstrom um which was one of our first very large accounts and we grew it like that for 10 years really um but our biggest transition was about four years ago when we switched completely from the wholesale model to direct to consumer. And that kind of was bred from just wanting to really communicate with our customers ourselves. We felt like we had these middlemen, like these stores that were, you know, talking to our moms and our customers, and we wanted to be able to um, have a touch point with them. And so starting a website, completely closing off our um, wholesale model and, really figuring out SEO all by yourself. I mean, it was I, when we first launched the website, it was all about link building and alt tags. And I could talk all kinds of dorky, you know, SEO things with you now. Um, of course, now we have multiple channels, like all of our social media. Um, we started our, our own podcast. We've got a YouTube channel. Um, And we really have a great touch point with our customers so that we can kind of figure out what she's looking for, what she needs. But, yeah, we've gone full circle, girl. We have touched all parts of it from (laughs) uh, the brick and mortar to um, shipping. You know, it's incredible. We've watched it from when we were excited to ship 100 orders in a day and then 1,000 orders in a day. And now if we're not shipping, you know, 50,000
0: orders in a day, we're like, oh, my gosh, it's so crazy. So it's been insane to watch. What an incredible story. So you don't trade in bricks and mortar at all now? It's purely online? So yeah, that's well, I take that back. So I actually have two companies. Um, I own
1: a um, second company called Nursery Couture, which is a freestanding um, brick and mortar store in Texas. We call it our flagship store. It's also kind of like our um, focus group where we get to really see like what moms are asking for, you know, how what, what's trending and, and communicate with our moms, but that's our only brick and mortar right now, not to say that we won't go into it in the future. I think, especially in our industry, which is the baby world, there's just something about, you know, expecting your first baby and walking into a store and, you know, being able to touch and feel things. But, um, but yeah, right now, Caden Lane is a hundred percent
0: online only. Fantastic. So your year on year growth rate for the past year has been 132%, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's led you to be number four in the US lightning 50 list. And that means that you are the fastest growing baby and toddler store in the US, which a massive congratulations. How do you think you specifically (laughs) achieved that over the last 12 months? You know, that's a quarter of the time that you have said that you've been online. What's really driven that growth in the last uh, year?
1: You know, I laugh about it. I'm like, it, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And you know, I think I traded kind of that 9 to 5 job for a 24/7 <laughs> job because it is a lot of nights and weekends and holidays and I mean, I live and breathe this company and you know, it's the growth behind it. It's just been it it's been a roller coaster. I'll say that. I mean, it's definitely had its fair share of challenges, but um but the momentum behind it, it just has been a great driver for long nights at the computer, um, for sure. But thank you. I mean, it's, it's awesome to be recognized for our hard work because half the time I'm in my pajamas with a glass of wine, <laughs> you know, answering customer service because we're behind or whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's, it has been a lot of effort from a lot of people. We and actually are do- our, our whole company is um, primarily women. So we employ a lot of um, working moms and stay at home moms. Half of them are working from home and half of them are here in our offices in Bernie, Texas. And, and then we've got some wonderful men on our team, too. But um, but I mean, I, I have to give full credit. Our growth is definitely credited to just this amazing
0: work family that I've built, too. Oh, wonderful. How big is the work family at the moment then? So how many are you employing? So I think we're close to 40 people now. Wow, very impressive. Yeah. And equally, the impressive growth rate that 132%, how have you seen that kind of equate into your revenue numbers and how sales are doing?
1: I mean, we're still growing. You know, it was, we really started crazy growth before COVID.
0: Um, and,
1: you know, a lot of people talked about how COVID affected e-commerce brands, especially brands like home decor or loungewear, that, you know, masks, <laughs> anything where somebody was making something related to COVID, but we really were not. I mean, we're, you know, a company that's really focused around the birth of a child, um, which, you know, to any parent will tell you is really the biggest moment of any parent's life. And and we already had great momentum going into when COVID started. And it was, we kind of, I mean, I remember us all looking at each other in the office and we're like, what do we do? Okay, we're essential. <laughs> And, you know, let's just go for it. And I think we just kind of ran through it with blinders on. And so it was, it was somewhat of a slingshot um, for sure. But I, I don't give credit to COVID at all. I think actually we just caught on to something and we do it well and we try to stand out from the rest. And, and it's just been growth after growth. We actually moved into our current offices right now are about 10,000 square feet. We moved in here two years ago. And we just broke ground on a 40,000 square foot office. We can't even keep up with our office space. I'm sure I'll have boxes behind me of inventory pretty soon before we move into our new spot.
0: So talk to me a little bit about the market. The online fashion world has seen crazy growth in the past couple of years. So where does the mother and baby um, clothing brands, where do they fit into that? Have they been seen, have you, Do you attribute similar growth as you would do to online fashion?
1: Well, so I think what makes us a little bit different from everyone else is we actually only sell um, through our website. So we do not sell through Amazon or Etsy or, you know, other people's websites. It is 100% through our own site. We believe in really owning the process ourselves and being responsible for um, the customer's experience, you know, from beginning to end. And so I think some, you know, as it relates to mother and baby brands, They've probably dealt with different types of issues or growth, you know, problems dependent on where their um, growth strategy has been. Um, I mean, I can't it's hard for me to compare myself to everybody else. We I I like to think that we run a very unconventional uh, business the way we do things. I my whole life have been very good at saying I don't care what anyone else is doing. Like this is the way we're going to do it because it feels good to us. And, you know, I think our growth numbers would prove that. I should probably write a business book (laughs) 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 or have a reality show. That's probably more entertaining than a business book. Uh, And the reality show is if you work, you know, become a workaholic and, you know, drink lots of wine at night.
0: Um, Potentially that reality show could, you know, um, film this little rumor that a little birdie's told me about about you jumping across the pond to the UK as well so tell yes. us a little bit about that
1: I know mostly just because I'm hoping to take on your accent so I can <laughs> sound cooler like you guys <laughs> but yeah we're so excited um we haven't done any kind of international expansion and we've had huge demand for it um, you know, it's it's crazy expensive. If you live in Canada, Australia, the UK, like buying things from the U.S. and shipping it to you after customs and duties. And uh, I mean, just the shipping cost alone is outrageous. And, you know, I don't think that's fair. I think that those moms should be able to, you know, enjoy the same types of products for their newborns as, as the ones in the U.S. And I'm excited to learn. I mean, I you know, I there's so much to learn about the U.K., and what your traditions are and we hope to you know if we get to touch even a small
0: bit of a new mom's life um across the ocean like how cool is that oh, we look forward to welcoming you and when are you hoping to open the virtual doors of your uh, e-commerce store in the uk yeah, i mean i for sure right after the holidays but maybe sooner uh-huh. so talk to me a little bit more about this inventory management uh, heading into the holidays what kind of technology platforms are you using to make sure that you're on top of those numbers? So um, right now we use, actually we use inventory
1: planner um, that helps us project out you know sales trends and try to, it, it gives us a nice like, I don't know, kind of a forecast, I guess you'd say, on what um, we would potentially be selling in the you know, next 60 days, 90 days and so forth. Um, we've been able to use it really to optimize our run rates um, for products and see, you know, watch aging of products and um, just manage our inventory altogether. This is a conversation that my CEO, my COO would love to be part of because he is completely obsessed um, with inventory management. Me, I'm constantly like, we need more, we need more, you know, or the new products. But, um, but really, we use a variety of different platforms and apps. Um, our shop is hosted on Shopify. Um, And the nice thing about Shopify is that they really have all these partnerships with these different developers that have focused in on different, you know, concerns with e-commerce. And so if we want to, you know, look into like an awards program, we can do that through Shopify. If we want to look into an inventory management um, or change up the way that we um, use our shipping labels or tracking information, there's so much that's so easily accessible and, and you don't even have to be a developer to do it. I mean, they really have made it user-friendly, um, which is amazing. I, you know, what I studied in college was marketing um, at UT and, in, in, you know, the late nineties, we barely knew e-commerce <laughs> back then. And nowadays, I mean, you can, you know, major in, in development or coding. I mean, it's just, it's crazy what, Our kids are going to know, you know, in the next 10, 20 years and what they're going to be able to do with e-commerce in general, whether it is in person, you know, brick and mortar, online, um, you know, laser, (laughs) some new kind where we like can think
0: that we want something and it just shows up on our, you know, front door. That that sounds like one step further than the metaverse even. So talking of, you know, maybe not 10, 20 years into the future, but a few years down the line, is there any... Any technologies that are kind of catching your eye that you'd love to implement on the website or just something maybe that you don't have yet that you just haven't got around to implementing um, that's available on the market at the moment? What's next in terms of You know
1: what I really want is something that is not available. And so for anyone that's listening to this that is is really good at writing custom script, you know, I've had a lot of experience in brick and mortar and, you know, just retail in general with the in-person experience. And I think the one thing that e-commerce has not been able to replicate is that emotional connection of shopping in person and you know being able to walk into a shop and having that amazing customer service you know person say what can i help you find and and she educates you about what you're buying and she maybe shows you different choices and there's that that personal interaction that i feel like hasn't been replicated yet with Mm e-commerce it's something that we obsess over i mean if i could pick up the phone and have a FaceTime with every single person on our site at any moment, I would, just because I feel like we are all wanting to make the best decision for ourselves. And so, yes, I would say hugely, I'm really hoping that somebody is sitting in their garage right now inventing some kind of app that allows this. You know, you and I are looking at a screen, kind of conversing with each other and how cool if you were able to do that, um, you know, on your mobile device where you're like, gosh, I can't quite tell if these colors match. And you press a button and a live person comes on and they can show you the different colors that coordinate or help you make the perfect um, baby shower purchase.
0: Yeah. And from- I think I saw a little bit of that done in terms of, you know, WhatsApp video engine, the depths of COVID, when people really wanted yes. to have that connection, but it was still not quite there. I know what you mean, something slick and, um, you yeah. know, al- almost almost uh, not. And not a
1: chat. Like, I yes. want to talk to somebody that is really interested in what they're mm. telling. I don't want a robot. I want somebody that has passion and has in- an interest and, you know, helping um, me as the customer. Um, so so if somebody doesn't do that soon, I'm going
0: to do it. <laughs> get, it <here> <laughs> get, get in touch with Katie if you've got that kind of solution. Um, Katie, I think that's all we've got time for right now. Um, apart from just wanting to ask how it means for you to be recognized by, as number four in the US Lightning 50, what does it mean to you, the business, and your employees? You know what? I love it. I think, you know, I'm going to speak from, a
1: again, a woman's perspective here, but um, I think working women in general are usually much more humble about their success. And whereas men are very much, you know, I've won all these awards and it's all the things. And so I think I'm most grateful that it, it's just the recognition. I've spent so much time just working hard just to make our customers happy and really don't ever take a moment to step back and go, okay, gosh, like, look at what we've done too. And so I'd say that, that means the most to me that the recognition, just because I think that Honestly, I think that women should be a little bit more boastful. I think we should be allowed to say, you know what? I'm a badass, too. Look, well, look what I did. <laughs> well, well, we should all do that more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the recognition is very well deserved, Katie. Uh, congratulations. And thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Your energy is completely infectious. And we look forward to seeing your brand over in the UK uh, as and when you can, uh, the soonest moment that you can open in the new year, hopefully. I,
1: I assure you, I'm hurrying. <laughs> it
0: was so <laughs> nice. Thank you again. And to our listeners out there, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back with you with another episode very shortly.